Yo, 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 Joe Berg, everybody! Welcome to an episode. Uh, this one is called 234. <laughs> See what I did there? Uh, we're talking Hasbro reveals and more. Uh, fortunately, Hasbro provided the new ship this week, so we don't have to bring any of our own. <laughs> yes, after the Fan First Friday event of this week past, we have 10, I think, 10 new figures to talk about. Yeah. All digital renders, all pretty pictures of figures. <laughs> no actual plastic uh, was used in this event. But I'm not alone. My name is Steve. I'm joined by Paul. Hey, Paul. Hey. <laughs> and of course, hey, we've got our main scooper. <laughs> huh? The loving scoopful. It's Rob. Oh, there we go. <laughs> I would do anything for Joe's. I would do anything for Joe's. I would do anything for Joe's. Rest in peace, meatloaf. Yeah, man. Jeez. Rest in the, peace. Hello, everyone. The uh, musical renditions continue here at G.I. Joburg. Uh, another tribute to a masterful musician, uh, an absolute giant. Uh, well, in, in literal and figurative terms. Um, oh, bitch tits. <laughs> oh, damn. His name was Robert. What was it? Uh, Stalling. Oh, shit. I can't remember. Fight oh, damn, Club. Dude. <laughs> Club, yeah. it's, it's... Deep cut, <laughs> deep, deep, deep cut, and Rocky Horror Show, or pic Rocky Horror Picture Show, which I was corrected mm. once upon a time. When you're seeing the live show, it's the Rocky Horror Show. It's when you're seeing pictures. the film, it's the Rocky Horror Picture Show. And I think he played Ed, if I'm not mistaken. He did, yes. Yes, Frankenfurter's uh, first creation first love maybe i don't know yeah it's open to interpretation but anyways he was the rock and roll guy with the big old lobotomy scar who got chainsawed uh, lovely anyways yeah man meatloaf gone too soon or maybe maybe just in time who knows but 2022 man it keeps on taking people out or people just check out they're like we that's don't a... think we don't <laughs> think this is going to get any better so um we're going to cash in our <laughs> chips now, thanks. I'm <laughs> done. I make lights, um, but uh, yeah, it's it's always sad to see an absolute giant leave us. But anyways, gents, we've got new toys to talk about. So let's rinse away the realities of this morbid existence with plastic distractions. <laughs> it's all good times. Uh, gents, anyone got any new toys? Anything they want to discuss up front we're going to get into the reveals in a bit plus a few other speculations i think we might talk super seven reaction vehicles Keep talking speculations and Sorry. a few other fun <laughs> listener suggested topics but let's do Ooh. the usual fellas any new toys in the last two weeks we didn't really get our teeth into it last week because we had the fabulous hcc 788 wonderful guest great responses on the youtube channel um in the chat section so thank you for everyone who, who watched us live who watched soft effect and and commented uh yeah man lovely to see hoodie doing well moving from strength to strength and just coming back and giving us more of that fantastic brand of content that he does hey yeah yeah it was cool hanging out with hoodie and he he was just um and just in such great spirits we had so much fun <laughs> and i think always you know, a smart balanced measured answer with that guy i love mm. it 
I love it. And yeah, I just, I, I could listen to him or pick his brain on the topic of G.I. Joe all day, every day. Yeah. <laughs> Great guest. All day, every day. You know, it's, <laughs> but the man has a life and he's got some reviews he needs to crank out. So, uh, glad we kept it when we did. Um, but yeah, Rob, how was this last two weeks for you? These last Yeah, I think in, in general being pretty good. Uh, nothing new. Uh, I, I have, I've looked every now and then on eBay, but like, those darn shipping prices. <laughs> <laughs> it's so high. It's like the, you, you, you want something and they're like, oh, okay. It actually costs at least three times as much as you thought it did when you first looked at it. Um, but otherwise, yeah, I know. Pretty good, pretty good. Surviving still out here. Uh, it's 2022. Anything, anything could happen. I could totally buy toys this year. <laughs> <laughs> we remain optimistic <laughs> paul i'm sure you got some new toys kicking around dude what's going on i i totally do i totally do um hot I wheels was... and he-man <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, sadly sadly no new hot wheels uh but that's okay because it's uh i think celia and i were just lucky enough to pick up some of the cool stuff that we wanted to near the end of last year um so yeah nothing too crazy there however uh mattel related <laughs> actually it's kind of a funny story uh so i got i got this guy okay uh this is battle armor skeletor so here's a fun fact about this figure i ordered this from a local seller uh, a very very cool local seller a guy that's actually um creating a bit of a I don't know, just like a, he, he's becoming a port of call for sort of Mattel stuff. He's a huge Hot Wheels distributor or huge Hot Wheels <laughs> seller and is now also a He-Man seller. The guy's store is called House of Diecast. I'm plugging him. Um, but yeah, so I ordered uh, Terraclaw's Skeletor and She-Ra. And uh, somewhere there was a mix-up. So then I got Battle Armor Skeletor. Mm. Which is quite funny because I don't have Battle Armor Skeletor, so it wasn't a major, major issue. Um, and it has sort of since been rectified. Uh, but yeah, I got this. And I got to admit, when I received, when I opened the box, because I was extremely excited to get my hands on Terraclaw Skeletor, as you guys, as you guys, I'm sure, know, as many of our listeners know, that's the figure I was excited about. So to pull this guy out of the box was disappointing. Not that it's a bad figure. I was just disappointed at the at the time. Uh, it turns out it's actually quite a fun toy. Anyway, um, well, so just just to let the listeners in on the fact that Terraclaw Skeletor was your Skeletor. You didn't have the yes. original. You didn't have Battle Armor. You got that one. Yeah. So yeah, very very so, special place in your heart. So. Um, so there are some benefits. So uh, we got, I got in touch with him and I was just like, Hey bud, sorry, it's just a small whoopsie. And you know, I got the option. I could either send this one back, um, which would have actually just been a ball ache, um, or he could make a plan. So he made a plan and he's sorted out another one for me, which was great. So, uh, and then also not pictured, unfortunately, uh, cause I can't seem to find the picture for it, but I also got Shira finally. Yes. I finally have Shira. Who is, you know, a fun enough um, Masters of the Universe toy, Masters of the Universe Origins toy. She's got um, some, uh, what's it, uh, what do we call it again? Soft goods. 
Um, they're terrible, but they're there, so yay. Um, and so I finally got a Shiro, which is also cool. And then um, this guy, because I bought and paid for this dude a while back, also from a local seller. Um, they, uh, it's a bunch of guys based in Plet. Uh, they're called Red Claw Comics. And I got this dude. I'm going to kick your ass. <laughs> I got good old Casey Jones from the Ultimates line, from the uh, Ninja Turtles Ultimates line. And I'm very excited and very much happy with this toy. Such a great, great figure. I just need Donatello now and Krang. And then hopefully down the line, an Osagi Yojimbo. And I'm pretty much done with my Ultimate Super 7 Turtles collection. And... Yeah, I finally have a Casey Jones, because fun fact, I never had a Casey Jones as a kid. I always liked the character, he was quite popular, I don't know if he was popular in your circles. Um, but uh, yeah, I always wanted one, I always thought he was pretty cool for having his little uh, golf bag with all of his weapons in there. So I finally got my hands on this dude, uh, also via a, a local seller, a local store called Red Claw Comics. And they were very cool, and that finally shipped. And then, after all of that excitement, I finally got, as I'm sure you can see in the picture, but uh, full reveal over here, Terraclaw Skeletor. And he is so great. <laughs> <laughs> wow, look at that hot pink chromed brassiere he's wearing. That's not just Love a it. That is a bra. That's a bra. <laughs> uh, With a very, very fet fetching skull clasp. I suppose that's the kind of <laughs> bra that you ping open on the front side instead of around the back. Front clips. Very Those are convenient. always more awkward. Yeah. Are they? Okay. Uh, for me, they are. I. Uh, but uh, on, Paul, <laughs> use your me, ninja skills, man. No, listen. <laughs> I, it's it's just a matter of literal milliseconds here that we're speaking about. It's just uh, you know. <laughs> that's right, that ladies and gentlemen. Paul has timed it. His bra removal technique is no. It to I haven't none. timed it. I've just, <laughs> I just know that seconds. the one goes faster than the other. God, I'm not that crazy. Who's got time to time things in in that moment of time? Anyway, I don't know, man. <laughs> the true He's story. True master. story. He's got to practice. <laughs> this is a genius, absolute masterful move by uh, one of the guys in my my choir uh, back in, in varsity. He admitted to the fact that he had never taken a woman's bra off. <laughs> so, I don't know, man. All the females were like thinking, okay, let's um, give this guy a test ride. Like, let's see him fumble. So, they, I think they put additional bras on over their, their, their tops. But, like, they were just lining up to be unpinged by this virgin uh, of bra <laughs> taking offing. And I'm just thinking to myself, this is all just a giant ploy, you dirty boy. <laughs> yeah, he got very close and personal with a few females that day, and I was just sitting there thinking, what the hell? What madness is this? Well played. Anyways, it's a very well played. <laughs> anyway, I'm just really glad to finally I think he got it down have... to a couple of seconds, to be honest. Just to cap yeah. off that story. Mm, yeah. Good old oh, Kevo. Okay. Yeah. Nice one, Kivo. Mm -hmm. um, listen, I mean, like, if we want to talk about removing bras and it's like such a topic, the He-Man figures, um, they have very dainty little clasps at the back of their armor, um, <laughs> which can be quite, 
quite difficult and there's a meme that's going around where um it's it's got something to do with that that's why you know that's why i'm good at taking it that's what that's why toy guys are good at removing bras and it's got a picture of the back of skeletal um, <laughs> so this is actually a thing we've just stumbled onto an actual thing in the he-man collecting community oh my goodness yeah it's like an actual you, meme thing you motu guys are weird man we are weird but man I mean, here we so talk about that... like like stretching out o-rings um <laughs> 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 which is infinitely worse <laughs> uh but yeah dude uh the fact that they've kept the play feature from these uh figures is is awesome because terraclaw skeletor and flying fist he-man both have a twisty waist and flailing arm action which is just so much fun uh actually and um wait is that not they don't have across all the motu guys i uh, no, no the ah. the the regular origins just have yeah normal bendy posable arms and things they don't really have springy action figures uh, action features should i say sorry mind um so it was great and i know as a child i promptly lost that um set of claws so like i know that at one point i just had one claw on my skeletor and that so it funny wasn't terra claw dragon. skeletor it was terra skeletor <laughs> yes. and then eventually i lost everything and even the little clip at the back of him so it's just good to finally have this dude complete and makes me super happy and something i have to share because i saw this this morning on facebook um and because i am going to be the recipient of one i just had to i have to show this off but look how big this thing is not the He's flag about the rubber skull mark two on a flag <laughs> so cool and Look at that! It is yeah. massive. That's gonna be so much fun. Like, yeah, I just to I fill just our listeners in on it. Uh, the Roboscar Mark II is probably just shy of the length of the the island. Mm. So the tower section on the USS fly, flag, wingtip to wingtip, is the same length as the Mark II. Uh, the Mark II's wingtips are touching the third level railing or the second railing if you want to call it that it's yeah, wild no, it's, this thing is just so huge. big yeah it is big it's it's gonna be this, this is gonna be toy, two man. hands of toy and i love how this shot is like flag for scale this of course comes from the skeletron secret lab uh mm. so where uh, the prototype the resides show. currently and Ryan yes. Sweeney's got some important info for all you backers out there. The backer kits will open at the end of this month. And that is like around the corner. So end of Jan, get your backer kits locked. Cool. Anyway, that's enough of me showing off toys. Um, hopefully this will signal a bit of a quiet month or two for toys for me while I build up <laughs> funds and... Get excited for the next thing that I'm sure we all want to talk about. Yowza. Well, mm. should we plunge straight into it, gents? Or do you want to vent about whatever you've been reading, watching, or playing the last two weeks? Oof. Rob, I have, saw The Matrix. There's something I want to mention, cinemas. but I haven't heard enough Rob today. Nah. Mm. I haven't actually watched much this 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 time around. Um, I did start a new series called, was it The Silent Sea? It's a Korean sci-fi. Oh, that thing, um, 
the premise is the, the Earth is like running out of water, and this team of scientists has to go to the moon to retrieve something. We don't know what it is from a old Korean uh, moon base. And by the end of the episode, first episode, they get to the moon base and like just barely. It's like, oh, are they still alive? I suppose they are because there's more episodes to come. But um, <laughs> spoiler does, alert! Spoiler. Alert. Does GI Joeberg <laughs> recommend Silent Sea, Rob? I think I definitely would. Yeah, I mean, from the first Ooh. episode, it, it's 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 gripping. I'm looking forward to watching more of it. Uh, yeah, I think that was basically the only thing I watched this week. I watched a lot. Of, I just watched a lot of YouTube, just some stupid uh, like you, you laugh, you lose uh, videos. Essentially, when you know where people watch funny videos on youtube until they laugh <laughs> i think youtube is winning <laughs> it's winning the stream war in my opinion and i'll tell mm. you why mm. on demand tv has the huge downfall of like being spoiled for choice and being non-committal i watch one or two episodes in a series and i'm i'm out like unless there's something really hooking me like that i need to watch the rest um i kind of i get the vibe of what the show's about and i move on to the next thing so it's a problem man i keep on having these non-committal like tv show watches like i watched a bit of demon hunter this anime on netflix and a bit of deadly wow. class which i realized what? is um by the russo brothers they, they're producing it it's a, ah. a, a oh, comic that, book who's some deadly class no no they, they're producing it i don't think they're directing oh. it or have written it but uh, I mean, I watched an episode, I got the premise and I was like, oh, this is very nice, but I don't feel like a, a strong compulsion to stick around. So YouTube, okay. my friends, is it. You know, you sit down for 20 minutes, you digest a video and it's done and you can find anything on any topic you happen to have the impetus to, to check out. It's as simple as that, like, you know, man. I, I'm going to rather shamelessly just almost exclusively watch YouTube now, unless it's something I'm sitting down to watch with the spouse. I think that's definitely a valid choice. I mean, especially it's a good thing and a bad thing that they've kind of gone towards more serialized storytelling where, you know, you can tell straight away. Like if you don't like the first episode, you know, you're not going to like the rest of the season because it's all one story no matter what it is, yeah. you know, from Star Trek to uh, Daredevil to, to whatever it is that you're watching. It's almost exclusively, it's a long form story. So yeah, it's valid. I think if you don't get into it in the first, second episode, it's to dump the show because you, you know, you're not going to enjoy the rest of that season or the rest of that show until that story is done and maybe try the second season or third season. Mm. The feedback loop mm. is so immediate between creation and reception. Like the kind of pivoting and course correction that can happen. We're talking about television, but hell, even television is an outmoded term. Podcast is an outmoded term. Who has an iPod mm. anymore? <laughs> we no. call it a podcast, but it's really, a, it's a vlog, if anything. Yeah, it's just, just something yeah, that's streamed at some point. Everything is streaming these days. It's, it's insane. I've got a bit of news, or not news, but certainly something that uh, Ryan Sweeney has once again tipped us towards, and I did want to raise it because I'm not a comics guy, and you guys are. IDW losing the G.I. Joe and Transformers licenses by the end of the year. Yeah. Uh, it's not signed in stone that it's going to Robert Kirkman's, um, what do you call it, an imprint? 
Is it called Skybox? Yeah. I don't know. Sky, Frank, Frank, Skybound. Skybound. Skybox was a trading card company, if I recall correctly. Yes. Anyways, you're correct. Um, it's not it's not uh, bound in blood just yet that that is going to him, but it's definitely falling out of IDW's. Um, what would you call it? Stable. So they mm. will conclude um, GI Joe number three hundred by then, along wow. with some other fun stuff, apparently, according to the news. But what does this mean for the title? Like, in short, do you guys have a dog in the race when it comes to this stuff? Do you have an opinion? Or are you just like, oh, that's fine. You know, I kind of jumped off the G.I. Joe comic book bandwagon a while back, so it doesn't really affect me. That does affect I the totally, listeners, so have an opinion. <laughs> I totally do. Um, I just want to just uh, say, I, I just want to ask you quickly, Just is Deadly Class actually, you, are you like, you're very neutral about it, right? You just said, like, eh. I... Well, it's on Netflix, so it's pretty easy to, to access for present company. Um, I would say give it a watch. The mm. premise, as with all these things, like there are elements that I'm like, I like that. And then there are detractors that I don't like. And like, that it doesn't even have to be a balancing of these two things. Like they can be, they can be more things that I like than things that I don't like, but because I'm so spoiled for choice, I'm not committed. I don't have to catch it right. week to week in order to know what the story is. Uh, you know, it's not programmed television that lines up with my free time in the evenings. So I feel no, nothing invested in, in continuing to watch. I'm like, yeah, it's, it's interesting. Uh, I can mm. see kind of where it's going. It's kind of analogous to other things. Uh, it, it grabbed me by the balls because it started with Behind the Wheel by Depeche Mode. And it's set in 1987. Okay. Now, I wish there was a mainstream TV show that had the balls to set a show in that era and go with and a letterboxed... No, go with a 4-3 screen ratio mm. and mm. degrade the visuals. Because if you're setting something in the past and I'm looking at HD, like super zoosh, shot digitally, um, beautiful frame for frame, it doesn't sell the era. You can play all mm. the period tracks you want. It makes no difference. I will feel like this is made now. So that, right. that's why I stepped off. I'm like, you want to you stick with this era? It's not enough to have people playing with Rubik's Cubes. And I'm looking yeah, at you, Stranger Things. <laughs> Do yeah. it. Because you're going to get a few people saying, oh, this is junk. It looks crap. But if you look past that, if you're like, if you, you know, if, yeah, if, if you're like me and you're like, I want to buy into this being a, a throwback, a total anachronism, then commit. So, yeah, that's that was my detractor. Great, I, would, I would definitely agree with that. Yeah. I mean, but if, if you, if, if you want to, just read the comic book, Paul. This mm. the show got cancelled yeah. after one season, so you're not getting any <laughs> more of the show. By the way, <laughs> okay, yeah, because that, that's actually what I was asking. Because it going, was... it's still going. There's like seven, seven volumes at this point, I, I believe. Well, dude, I was mm. just surprised to see that the second season of the uh, Shinara Chronicles was on Netflix because I thought that that TV series completely bombed. Um, but on <laughs> on the topic of things that um. A little bit bomb-ish. I finally watched Fast and the Furious 9. Um, don't do that, <laughs> by the way. 
um, it's actually no. Do it out of morbid curiosity. It was a fun enough film, I suppose. Uh, I don't want to sit here and, and like say it was really crap. I think all the Fast and the Furious films have some kind of weird appeal that sort of draws me in. Um, and I finally just got around to watching F Nine, and it was it was okay. It was cool. Um, there's definitely a, a loss in quality over time with those films, as you would expect. There's a bit of a degradation in storytelling, etc. Um, yeah, so play that however you want to. Started watching something called Jiu-Jitsu, which uh, has Nicolas Cage. It's kind of like a martial arts meets the Predator kind of vibe. Uh, my timing was <laughs> off in trying to watch it because uh, when it started, I was like, okay, like they're going for a bit of a low-budget effects thing. But I feel like they took. I I feel like they flaunted their low budget a little bit too hard, and I'm sure if I give this my attention, there will be something in there to really enjoy, like the martial arts. Um, I know that Bart has recommended it to me, amongst others. So I need to check it out. I don't know if you guys have seen it or even caught wind of it. Um, finally, I got to watch Raiders of the Lost Ark with uh, Celia, which is, as you all know, Indiana Jones. She has seen it before, but it was just great to watch it again the other night i actually watched it when i didn't have any internet um so it was like oh cool what cool blu-rays do we have to watch indiana jones <laughs> so we did it that was great amazing film and uh on the topic of of indiana jones i finally reacquired the blu-ray for for blade runner um and watched that last night actually and yeah i still love that movie and it was celia's first time ever watching that film and she thoroughly enjoyed it which was thoroughly yeah, she did. She really enjoyed it. She yeah, she liked the visuals and she liked the story. Uh, yeah, I was quite happy. Like that was the case, you know. Uh, I was, but you know, she is into films that are like that as well. So yeah, so I I didn't think like I wasn't sitting there going oh shit, you know, like if she well, Matt, like this, you know, it's gonna... love then. Okay, if you're yeah. both like not undecided, if you're totally all in on Blade Runner, then yeah. Put a ring on it, dude. <laughs> what are you waiting for? Uh, I'm actually going to, for the sake of brevity, I'm going to just read the review I wrote for Eternals. <laughs> I'm sure there's a drinking game to be had for all the times there's a wide-angle team shot in this film. Honestly, I don't think any film typifies superhero fatigue more than this. A massive budget, a bulging cast of super beings, the end of the world at stake, and so utterly unmemorable. One and a half stars. That's enough of that. <laughs> awesome. Uh, guys, awesome. <laughs> IDW losing G.I. Joe. Let's circle back, please. Yeah, sorry, man. I just... Have Ooh, an opinion, had... comic book guy and artist guy. Rob, uh, do you want to go first, Rob, or should I? <laughs> I, feel um... like, I feel like Rob's is the more educated comic book opinion, seeing as you're, behind, <laughs> you're on the front lines, you know? <laughs> Watch G.I. Joeberg squirm, ladies and gentlemen. It's like, I don't want to talk about it. You talk about it. No, I don't want to talk about it. You talk about well, it. You're the more qualified. I haven't read a, I haven't read a, a G.I. Joe comic book in years. So, I mean, I would love to keep going with the series <laughs> and eventually catch up with the IDW stuff. Um, I think it's great. You've got a long they, way to go. There are more modern G.I. Joe comic books than there ever were vintage ones. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm going to have some good uh, winter evenings, I guess, uh, You know, sitting sitting on my bed reading comic books. Um, I think it's a chance for them to do something different. I mean, it's unfortunate that IDW is losing license, but I mean, hopefully that means that Image or whoever takes it up next is able to do interesting and new stuff, new fun, fun shit. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, having not read them, I don't know if they are any good. I imagine they would be. I mean, it's Larry Harmer. He continue, continues to explore, you know, what Giacho is in current books. But I hope, hope wherever it goes, it has an even longer life. Let's see what happens. Hmm. I, I'm sure you guys can, and, and for our listeners, cast yourselves back a few years when we got that uh, interesting news in Wizard Magazine that G.I. Joe, the comics book, was coming back and it was being headed by this new team or whatever. It's like Image was picking it up and it got it was very exciting. I know I was excited. Uh, it was one of the first pieces of G.I. Joe anything that I'd picked up in a long time. I happened to be visiting a comic book store locally. I uh, just happened to see the book on their shelf and got extremely excited, ran in and, and instantly bought it because of that amazing J. Scott Campbell cover, only to be a little let down by the inter uh, interior art, to be very honest. And the story didn't go in the direction that I liked, and that was pretty much my romance with the introduction or reintroduction of G.I. Joe into the comic verse, because uh, I only bought the first, I don't know, four or six uh, issues, and I was like, okay. Uh, later on, I would get managed to get all the the, the graphic novels mostly out of just thinking oh maybe i really did miss something here uh, but i remember being very excited about that i remember being even more excited when i heard idw was going to pick it up um, and i was working in a comic book store at the time and it was great because i managed to get my hands on a few issues and you know there was a certain style to it there was a certain polish to the idw style of comic books at the time it was definitely uh I, ironically the idw takeover or of that brand sort of came when devil's due was doing some interesting stuff with the comic books like some interesting sort of rebirths of the line and and yeah it was just crazy so i remember at that time feeling kind of the same way i feel about it now in that i'm very excited to see the brand get picked up by what I can only imagine is somebody who wants to do it more than IDW um, and taken away from a group of people that I, and I'm not throwing any shade towards IDW, uh, but obviously, you know, somewhere along the line, Hasbro feels that they must have dropped the ball or maybe IDW themselves or they done, they, they are quite happy to, to pass along the football. I don't know, but I'm sort of excited to see what's coming. Um, and I have, and, and I don't know if it's going to be better or worse, but I do know that Kirkman has a magic touch um, and his imprint has a magic touch with brands. And maybe that's why Hasbro is motivating this shift. Um, but I'm excited to see what Robert Kirkman's imprint does because this could go either two ways this could be the same as back then when image picked this book up and then idw after them or it could be amazing <laughs> it could be something that's really 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 incredible we could actually finally see a line of comic books done dedicated towards gi joe and transformers and i'm focusing more on gi joe here that gets turned into a tv series or something that goes really really well i don't know that so I am cautiously optimistic about this switch over. I'm not negative and I'm also not bashing IDW. Um, yeah, which brings us to Steve. <laughs> what are your feels? 
going to try and keep it brief. Look, for good or for ill, change is change. And I think the G.I. Joe book could do with a shakeup. Maybe get down to the purity of concept and shed some of the extremely heavily layered continuity that it's kind of groaning under. There's a weight of history that the book brings along with it. I think the most exciting direction G.I. Joe could possibly go in right now, comic book wise, is for the narrative to really take on board the runaway success that classified has been. Tell stories mm. around that core group of characters and that expanding roster. Use those designs. Captivate the imaginations of the people currently buying the toys. And maybe the book has a chance. Because sales have been dwindling. It's, it's kind of limping along on live support. A new exciting team needs to harness the power that G.I. Joe has at the cash register. And even if it's with just us old boys, like if I was a classified collector diehard, I would dig to pick up a comic book that somehow gave my toys a narrative because it's been said before and most notoriously, most recently by our buddy HCC788, classified lacks any kind of narrative input. We've got mm -hmm. toys with no backstory. We've got no file cards on the packages got no story mm. at all and so much of the importance of of gi joe and what set it apart from other imitators and other toy lines was the richness of its own mythology it wasn't pulling from a tv series or comic book or or a movie the toys at the cash register already had a story invested in them and it came in the little text on the backs of the, the boxes so if it takes a comic book to give us those backstories and that richness so be it um mm. i'm excited man let's go no that's cool. classified yeah, like... is the way speaking of hey. which let's talk about some toys. <laughs> toys, toys 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 only half an hour into this podcast and we're finally gonna crack open on some toys let's get stuck into the plastic emily and lenny came on the horn at 11 a.m pacific oh no east coast time uh, i think it was on friday and they showed us Zaymot. Zaymot, he finally got to go first. <laughs> I know, right? The Scarred Twin, looking very, very classic in his presentation. Um, I, in fact, so classic, I don't have a great deal to say other than I really like the fact that they have differentiated their head sculpts. Zaymot has a skull. Tomex is looking cocky with an arched eyebrow. Um, so the head sculpts alone tell a story. And I like that simply because my reading of Tomex and Zaymont is that they are not carbon copies. They've experienced different lives. This is a classic nature versus nurture scenario. One of them bears a scar. There's been some hardness in this man's life that his brother doesn't share. So while they are genetically identical, their histories tell the tale and and they've imbued that in the sculpt they've also imbued it in the fact that you will have to buy these two separately <laughs> so very smart they are making the same figure twice and making you pay twice so one set of tools different peripherals so the sash is obviously a secondary that has been added and the shoulder pauldron is the secondary that's been added and the belt, the fact that it has this, this the sheath or holster on, on the alternate sides also speaks to the fact that that's different. 
but the base figure is by and large the same parts the same buck so while it looks unique and and different and one of a kind in the line yeah the smart money on on putting them out single packaged is that I mean, Hasbro, you got to hand to them. They're geniuses. They're printing their own money at this point. They're laughing their asses <laughs> off because they, they will eventually, and I'm going to put my money where my mouth is here. It's Stephen the Soothsayer, Mr. Sky Striker, 16K once again. But I'm going to say <laughs> that the Walmart retro line that now has uh, Baroness Destro and Gung Ho and Lady J joining their ranks, in a similar vein, they're going to put these guys out in a two-pack with the mirror packaging, the mirror box. Eventually, once everyone's bought mm. them single single packaged, then there will be oh, this will. beautiful like throwback to the original carded um, presentation. And, and, and that will be a must-have buy. You'll be able to have the collector-friendly pull-open trays that you bought with the single packs. And then you'll have this carded version, which will look spectacular on your wall to keep carded. That is the value of the... The retro collection at walmart let me tell well you. they can go even further they can even do like crimson Co commander um versions you can do nice red yeah, red, red, red ones you can go crazy i mean as as you'll see you later I mean, they do a lot of variations <laughs> that's you know once once they could get these bodies going well it's interesting that they i mean they definitely went with the classic presentation i mean the, the not the classic presentation the classic appearance um, so if they did go retro carded, they would have to just pretty much repeat the same figure. Uh, yeah. Maybe, maybe deep in the blue, but every time I look at these renders, I have to remind myself, these are renders. They will exactly. naturally look different under, under a photo, uh, under a camera lens and even more so, uh, when they're in hand. So yeah. maybe these and are also, as... this is, this, this isn't final. I mean, you know, the colors might, yeah, as, as they look at the prototypes, they'll go, okay, the coloring's not quite right. Uh, you know, they mm. might change things. So let's, let's play a game then. Um, <laughs> we'll give it out of a five, uh, we'll give it a rating out of five stars. Uh, what is Ooh. our excitement rating for, to, uh, for, for Zaymot and Tomax? <laughs> is that how we're going to do this? Then I've got to keep track of my bloody star rating. That's exhausting. What? Can't <laughs> okay, give, the, me, give me a better system. No, do the whole <laughs> recap, and then you guys can give me your top pick, your runner-up, and the stinker of the lot. Hey, awesome. Okay, go. good. So we, we can keep track Whew. of that. Okay, good. I already <laughs> know my favorite and my stinkers. <laughs> numbers. No numbers, please. I think I think I sent you guys a message with after this reveal. It's the second I saw this reveal, I sent you guys a message, uh, and it stated, excited and confused. I'm just going to leave that here while we talk. Um, Ooh, over these toys. cryptic Paul, excited and confused. Well, you have to come back to that later. But Stalker was the next reveal, I believe. So I mean, I'm doing this cool. by memory. Um, forgive me if I get these out of sequence. I probably will. Uh, but yes, yeah, Stalker looking very dark uh, green <laughs> um, and very tactical. It's 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 what very cool. It's what the Crimson Twins aren't. The Crimson Twins are absolutely the vintage designs replicated. This is. Mm. The OG thirteen stalker, fast forwarded to twenty twenty two. To my mind, it's the first time stalkers worn cutoff gloves, or did he wear those in his resolute version? He does have the resolute version, if memory serves, has cutoff gloves as well. 
But I could no also be damn wrong. dreadlocks. Age, age is a factor here. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Um, yeah, sure. I mean, he's got uh, full-length sleeves, which we saw in, obviously, his first appearance and the 25th anniversary and the Pursuit of Cobra version, all brilliant versions. Um, I suppose the only comic book touch that could have been added would to have would, would be to have rolled sleeves that was something that like they probably started doing earlier but it was it was definitely by the time um uh, rod wiggum was on the book like stalker started having the rolled up sleeves but this is mm. this is rock solid man a great mm. presentation very tasteful of like probably i don't know man i'm gonna venture everyone's favorite og13 guy Oh, definitely mine. So mm. he's Everyone's looking such... absolutely amazing, yo. And his his as I think Paul Paul said at one point, his beret is removable. He's got a cool uh, fade going on. Uh, the head sculpt's said... incredible. Oh, I managed to find on YouTube. Oh no, sorry, on on Facebook. And apologies to whoever did it. I can't credit you because honestly, I I I saved the image uh, when I was like just opening my eyes at 6 a.m. Um, didn't save your name. But I found a brightened uh, version of oh. the screen grab. So we can see perhaps a little bit more detail. I really like that uh, That the natural colors for this figure are quite dark, are, are okay. quite subdued. Uh, one of my biggest issues with, uh, with the Stalker figures is that sometimes they've been a little bit too bright green for me. I, and I know Whoa. that sounds weird because I really like neon stuff, but I just feel like if you're gonna go camo, you don't have to be bright green, you know. Just just be just be camo, you know what I mean? If this if this stalker was released in bright orange, I'd also be cool with that, you know. But just own <laughs> own your range, own your color range, uh, guys. This this beautiful toy has the honor, at least in my household, of being one of the reveals that Celia was like, "Oh my word, that looks really cool." So. Mm. Go you, Stalker, <laughs> for, yeah. for exciting a non-Joe non fan. I also really love that Shemach. I think it's mm. very cool. I think that's something that just works so well with, with Stalker. And and, and will hide... Yeah, mm. it'll hide the fact that he probably shares a torso with a bunch of other guys. And exactly. hide the, the articulation point, which is you know, qu quite a bit more visible on like guys that have bare torsos. Like Zaymart and Tomax. <laughs> yeah. Big time. Yeah. You just reminded me, Paul. I took my POC stalker and gave him a non-dreadlocked head. I put a darker green wash over his green because it was you a did. bit too pale. And I yeah. locked off that bloody machete sheath that he has on his belt. So, yes. to be honest, with the, the, the added Scarfy, uh, this is my Pursuit of Cobra stalker. Very much so. Yeah, no, they, they hit this one right on the head. Like, oh, they just copied boom. me, man. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They saw your picture somewhere on his tank or something, and they were like, hey, yeah, there we go. Do that. Well, this is <laughs> like an update done Caprio right. Meme, pointing at the TV. <laughs> yeah. The first of the retro Walmart records was Baroness. And it's basically the coil cycle Baroness, but uh, without any of the Coilless. kind of... The, 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 the multi-tones, the sort of the grays, it's just black on black. But it does and use alternating gloss and matte finishes. And so apparently it's a new head as well. Really? Okay. Apparently. I mean, that's what Lenny said at the time. 
Um, okay. They did really, it could benefit from the hand. Yeah. Listen, there's a benefit to them doing that. Uh, as somebody who owns this figure, I feel, and, and, and I wouldn't have felt this way if I got this before the movie Baroness. But when you have this, when you get this one in hand after the movie Baroness, the head on this does seem a little bit big. Oh. I, I don't know what it is. Her body is perfect. The sculpt is perfect is what I'm getting at. Um, but the head just feels just a little too big. I, I, it's, it's weird. It's, it's not, it looks almost, I don't want to use this word because I'm scared of putting people off, but I'm going to use it anyway. It's a little bit alien. Her head <laughs> kind of fe feels a bit elongated. It's strange. It's a great, don't get me wrong, for when you take photos of it and whatever, she looks great. She looks amazing. Um, but it's just in well, hand. It does have a little bit of a weirdness there. Weird isn't factor. that so, the, the optimal ratio for like photography and for feature film? Like A-list movie stars, don't they all have really big heads and really small bodies? Yeah. <laughs> Is there true. truth to that? It's the Clooney it's effect. It's it's true because you want to get those close-ups, those facial expressions, you know. You, you don't need the body for a good uh, movie performance. Yes, and the camera tends to kind of blow up your body size anyway. Anyway, yeah, yeah through distortion, yeah. So. <laughs> I don't know if I'm barking up the wrong tree, but I heard that somewhere and I thought, yeah, that, <laughs> that makes a lot of sense, actually. Hmm. Well, okay. maybe speaking to what Paul is saying, I mean, maybe that is why they re-sculpted the head. At least I believe Lenny said they re-sculpted the head. Is, is the head different? Again, is this I, a different it's exactly the same. It's exactly the same. So, oh, for, yeah. So that's the thing. So uh, the only thing that makes sense is that maybe they're just changing its proportion oh, a little bit. So if they the mentioned changing the head, if there's been some mention of it, otherwise maybe they don't uh, see fault with it. Well, Look, they definitely Ryan mentions. Yeah, Ryan mentioned that it's the same head, but with same maybe uh, different paint apps. I do definitely mm. recall quite a big song and dance being made about Lady J receiving Ooh. a very eighties um, kind of. They, they've pumped, they've pumped up the volume on her makeup. Yes, she's got yeah, very, uh, oof, very got the blue from the eighties because no one knows blue these days. <laughs> blue eyeshadow <laughs> and red lipstick, which, yeah, um, <clears throat> might apply to to other members of Hasbro's team. <laughs> kind of makeup <laughs> that you can see from outer space. Uh, any huge. Um, <laughs> it has been shown a number of times in rather unflattering lights online in people's personal collections and photography that Lady J's head sculpt, unfortunately, does not look very flattering. Uh, so this might be, this probably is the same head, but with a, a slap of makeup that might, might just push it over the line in terms of feminizing wow. it. Um, I am so nervous about saying this now. Uh, I This is where I'm a little confused because I actually think that the classified Lady J is pretty much perfection. Wow. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I love the face sculpt. I think it looks very natural. And Do her eyes on your version look like they're a little bit squint? I'm going to switch on the light in my studio now so that I don't have to look through uh, at this through the palette glow of my monitor. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> if if anyone about. missed, we've segued onto the fact that another one of the retro collection, retro card back Walmart releases is Lady J. Great counterpoint oh, to perfect, Baroness. Dude. 
Okay, good. Good to hear. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. My, the only thing I want to add about the retro cards, they'll probably be done the same way Marvel Legends have done the Toy Biz style uh, card backs, mm. which make them a much thicker card stock. In fact, it's two cards either folded and glued or just two cards glued together, a front and a back. So it's it's very stiff to support the fact that this is a much larger finger, figure and bubble on a piece of cardboard that is also much larger. So it's going to hopefully look just like 85 Lady J upscaled, which I'm sure yeah. every collector out there is licking his chops thinking, well, that would look fantastic on my wall. <laughs> I, mm. I, I, look, as a big Lady J fan, but as a big Lady J fan that doesn't really care much for the cap, I don't care that so much that her cap from the uh, original or previous release is wrong in terms of the color that never bugged me but i know that there are a lot of people that 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 that, that may irritate so the fact that they fixed that and answered those people's prayers is awesome and the fact that they've made her a lot more bright green retro colored as you mentioned now i suppose is also a good win for people i just love i really love this figure in classified line and i'm very surprised that this that we got a rebake so quickly if that makes sense um yeah yeah anyway. i want to talk about the hat too putting the the, mm. the jump wings on the hat as per the 85 figure really sells it that much harder for me because when i see the star it's unfortunately always going to be linked to the first two gi joe movies and mm -hmm. the brand the branding oh. of that era so it's not classic branding and having branding that is G.I. Joe branding on a G.I. Joe figure itself has always been problematic for me. I'm, I'm looking at figures that have like the, the, the tri-stripe and the G.I. Joe print on their actual like persons. Like figures that do that are so distasteful. So to have a G.I. Joe that has G.I. Joe branded apparel, gross. <laughs> like so glad she's got the jump wings or whatever it is, the, the ice cream, the parachute oh, and the wings yeah so so yes this is unfortunately going to be the definitive uh lady j in in my eyes and and come kind of push the other one out probably yeah. for a lot of people and i mean i imagine if enough people did complain about the original version even though there are people like paul who really love it this is the one version that they're going to get um mm. to make up for whatever mistakes they saw in the original i mean they wouldn't be re-releasing a character if they didn't think they would be able to sell it again Ooh, oh, Lady J is currently surprising. clogging the the shelves, I believe. She's uh, the peg warmer. Interesting. So then mm, maybe this is, is so them to trying to reuse the the body sculpt and actually make some money off it. Yeah, that is kind of sad to hear though that they figured it's kind of sits. But well, yeah, let's face it, guys. I mean, maybe, maybe if they actually made it a smooth dome. It'd be better. I don't know. Ball, ball <laughs> chicks just don't don't move units. Um, <laughs> let's let's stick with the retro and show off Destro with eyebrows. <laughs> Destro. Ooh. Ooh, is it Destro How does it work? Is there a cutout in there? What's going on? <laughs> so this is a far more cartoon accurate Destro, uh, mm. but in, in so doing. Um, pitches it a little bit closer to his 1983 original action figure as well just in terms of the basic black uh having less i don't know less color the the the, 
the magazine pouches on his thigh are now done in black and red. So the mm. holster portion is red like the original and the additional magazines are black in order to better blend in with the, the black thigh itself, yeah. which I'm in favor with. Um, but this figure will be sold to me purely on accessories because while classified Destro, many people have come forth and said is perfect, why change it? His yeah. accessories suck in my eyes. I'm not. He's yeah. got bloody Nintendo Zapper as his main weapon and then a, a pistol to go in that holster, neither of which touch the majesty of his 1983 uh, accessory, which for my money will always be the finest handgun the line ever produced, ever, ever, ever. So like, don't mess Ooh. with perfection. Give me the classic accessory. Give me the classic backpack accessory. And then you've made the the vintage experience in a six inch scale. You've completed it. We are done now a this... huge disservice by not seeing any accessories at this point. So the mind wonders, will Lady J have her camcorder? Will Baroness have her oversized sniper rifle? And will Destro have a collapsible M16? Oh, I was, I was hoping we'd only get to that at the end, but yeah. Yeah. That, th those are my hopes for this Destro as well, is that we're going to get an upscaled version of his vintage gun. I would absolutely love that. Uh, even if, uh, like, and Hasbro, like, you know, we know you don't listen to the show, but whatever. <laughs> uh, I'm sure there's a we lot of people you. that are going to echo these sentiments. Uh, please don't, like, over-design it. Just literally take the vintage one, make it a little bit bigger, and give it, like, a little bit of a touch, obviously. to I, Yes, I'm telling you what to do now. <laughs> give it a little <laughs> bit of touch of character to, to match the scale, and I think it'll be perfection. Because... I look at this, and uh, this also fell into the confused category. I looked at this, and I was like, wow, the classified Destro is everything you just said now, Steve. It is a great figure sculpt. Uh, it was just missing the guns. And I'm like, wow, they, they really are just re-releasing this, repainted. Mm. But just gun. Just one. All I yeah, wanted just was one good gun. They gave me two crap and, ones. Bastards. And please, maybe, like redesign like yeah okay give us the backpack that would be cool that would be very cool but just please make the internals a lot more interesting uh we've seen it done in the modern era line so come like you can do it hasbro you can do it do it for us <laughs> give us a more fun to play with back backpack accessory i'm speaking of course because the classified one is not that exciting so you can't well, put I'd like to it. think from by, by releasing by changing the way that they go about showing off figures by doing these digital you know, pre-renders without accessories, it actually gives them a chance to actually get direct feedback from people mm. in hearing like what problems maybe they had before with accessories, um, what accessories would they love to see with the figures. Um, yeah. So I think by agreed. putting it out there, whether on the podcast or in the comments um, of the you know the the videos themselves on, on YouTube, it gives them a chance to actually see what people want. And I'd hope that this is something going forward that they are looking to do is be more transparent. I think that's what, what um, they said at the start of the show. They want to be more transparent in what they're doing going forward. Um, so it, it, this does give them a chance to hear what people would love to have as, as accessories. And maybe we'll, you'll get really cool accessories because they're actually listening to what people say. It does seem like they want to up also... the frequency. They want to up the frequency of these updates because they were like, guys, we're going to show you the digital renders when those are ready. Then when we have 
like test products in hand. We're going to take some tasty pictures and then show you those and then pre-orders will open. And then like, so basically the excitement will build over a long, longer period of time. And there'll be all these kind of like reminders, like give yeah. us your money, give us your money, give us <laughs> your money, give us your money. <laughs> we'll give you the toys. So, yeah, we'll give you the, the toys. opportunities yeah. to, to do little pivots and course corrections uh, multiply for them. Yeah. Because I mean, mm. she, she, they did mention as well, you know, the colors you see are on final. So then I did see comments. Um, one person was like, ah, oh, you know, the, 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 the coloring on Destro isn't exactly um, cartoon accurate. It should be like this, should be like this. Um, I think someone else mentioned, oh, you know, if you want this to look properly, if you want Lady J to look more like a cartoon version, you, you, these colors should change for these parts. And so they can take note of, of comments like that and, and mm -hmm. yeah, pivot and change as they go along to hopefully appeal to a wider audience, more, more people who would love to buy these figures. Also, more cynically, um, it does stop us as fans from hopping on about the gun is wrong. I'm not going to buy this figure because the gun sucks, you know. <laughs> um, and Guilty. and I think, I, <laughs> and I think uh, companies or studios, should I say, like Gridiron Studios, who have been, if you guys don't know, and to our listeners, if you don't know, Gridiron Studios creates amazing weaponry for the uh, for the classified line. Um, yes, obviously you can use it for any one twelve scale action figure, but uh, they're primarily GI Joe centered in my mind. That stuff is incredible, and uh, yeah, pack, I think the twin yeah, fifties like, and like rocket packs and mini guns on the side of the hiss tanks. Ooh, if you so consider cool. how many retro hisses there are and and old school hisses there are in the market, like oh yeah, it's gonna be a very popular choice. So I think Hasbro has taken notes of that as well. And I think they're also a little bit like hesitant to show weapons because they kind of know that they, like guys like Gridiron, they, they're bringing it to the table, dude. Mm -hmm. And Hasbro knows like, up. hey, you know what? We're not going to show these guns off uh, right now. Let's let's have people get excited about the figure first and and uh, try to figure well, out what we have to do with the Hopefully they're starting to realize accessories matter. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it really does make a huge difference, especially when you don't have vehicles for a line. I think accessories definitely make a big difference in how people choose what figures to buy. And the accessories that accompany <laughs> the new issue of, or the retro issue of Gung Ho will also tell the tale. I'm going to put it out there right Ooh. now, guys. The fact that he has the sculpted grenades on his leg means that they're going very old school with the gun. He will have a pistol going in that holster, a knife going in that sheath, and hopefully his original... Um, grenade launcher maybe with a break action to it i don't know how he got grenades in it originally but oh it had a pump underneath it i don't know it was an experimental weapon anyways but like break action would be cool bloody bogus guns that future gung-ho came with didn't <laughs> help the figure neither and, did and also the in their defense non-marine core hat and the stupid tattoo but they've yeah. they've done some interesting fixes on this this retro gung-ho and i i approve yeah, I, I, I was going to say, like, to be fair for me, the uh, gung-ho's weapons were probably the least offending. They feel like the most realistic guns in the in that sort of portion of the classified releases. But it is cool to see him getting his proper cover. They haven't and aged well, though, Paul. Can you admit to that fact? Like, they look I good totally admit in the that. presence of Duke and Roadblock and maybe yes. to a lesser extent Speechhead. 
but uh, oh yeah, nowadays... no, they were the best of a bad bunch, mm-hmm. definitely. Yeah, no. Um, but this is exciting. I mean, this is a direct. I in my eyes, this is a direct response from Hasbro to the fans regarding Gung Ho. I mean, I think the backlash on the uh, former release of Gung Ho was pretty well heard <laughs> by Hasbro well, and the fact that Valiverse this... were eating Valiverse were eating <laughs> Hasbro's lunch by producing an accurate marine cover like exactly <laughs> the writings on the wall like I'm sure they're not oblivious to the fact that they they goofed there yeah and they did the guns um if memory serves I mean I've still got that on pre-order on BBTAs uh actually that's that it so uh, this figure also has the renown in my household of uh, of Celia seeing this and going, wow, that looks really cool. That's one of my favorites out of this whole reveal. <laughs> I was like, really? Of all what the is characters about gung-ho? I wonder why. Bare-chested marine wearing teal. <laughs> I, was, I was just as surprised as you. I, <laughs> I was just like, wow. Tattoos are nice. Um change <laughs> maybe there's is something it? i should be doing <laughs> this is vill- his village people cred man <laughs> young man <laughs> young man <laughs> yep 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 but look it's uh looks like a very serviceable uh gung-ho i mean we're always going to lament the inauthentic uh marine corps tat but they have changed it from black to blue and that looks infinitely infinitely better already um, can't quite see how the, the eagle wings are done. Is it that very hard, you know, outstretched, sharp line, which looks like um, a political movement from the <laughs> 20s through to the mid 40s? Um, <laughs> or will it be softer, more outstretched, more splayed, more core? We shall see. Mm. We can't see on this digital render. I mean, how ridiculous is this, man? We're speculating based on computer graphics. <laughs> <laughs> Such is the way reporting news on toys is nowadays. So who's okay. next? <laughs> <laughs> That's it for Gung Ho. Guys, let's um, round this up. I don't want to dwell too much more on the classified stuff because we do have some O-rings to back-end the reveals, but uh, there were three Vipers revealed. uh, Yay! The the classic flavor, and then one which looks to me like a later version. I know I've had this figure in hand before, courtesy of my man Zazel from Sergeant Slaughter's Slaughterhouse. Um, He got it as like a Mercer convention exclusive with a swappable head and a removable helmet. But yeah, there... There's a red-vested and grey jumpsuited Viper, which I think mm. Emily is touting as, like, the commander, like the Viper squad leader, which is nice, adds to some variation. And I think two regulars to one officer is approaching the right ratio. We'll get into that a little later. But, yeah, this looks like a very attractive way to build your army. Smart. I mean, I... people will be signing up for 10. <laughs> I am very excited to see this variant of the Viper, personally. Um, the Python Patrol is fun, but this is where it's at for me, this variation. Mm. I love the gray and red Viper. I've got a modern era version of this dude as well. I think uh, this... Go- uh, 
this is one of those things where you're sort of looking through it and you go, oh, it's a color change. But for me, this was a winner. And I also see this as a, as a commander type, personally. So, yeah, and, and I'm hoping that when they re-release these, uh, that they do fix up the goggles uh, for, for the Vipers. Because a big issue that the Vipers have, sadly, my one has this, and I, the goggles don't stay on the head. They fall off pretty easily. Mm-hmm. And if you try to, and a lot of guys, myself included, have snapped our goggles, um, trying to fit them onto the head properly, you know, positioning them in there. So I hope that that fix is in this release of the Vipers. You know? Can you I remove mean, my... the, the, the helmet? Is there like a face underneath that dome? No, no. Then why are the goggles removable? <laughs> you know, it's a weird thing. Uh, it's the same thing that I uh, like. I felt this with the with the modern era stuff back then. It's odd. It's like you don't really do anything with the goggles, but the fact that they're removable is a cool feature. It's a weird thing. It makes no sense, you know. But it's cool that they're removable, even though you don't remove them. There you go. Take it or leave it. It's the same it as was, the sideshow stuff. Yeah, it <laughs> was said on on what's on your mind most recently that like. It makes no sense, but if you do remove them and leave them off, it just doesn't look right. Like there's something mm. very unique, special, adjective, adjective, adjective about the Viper in having the mirror face with the goggles on top. Something so like cool, functional, like you know, bike bike riding uh, mechanized unit huh? to having the goggles, like a tanker or yeah, someone who'd be you know in a jeep. Uh, and once again, the, do you call it a shamach, Paul? Yeah. Yeah, yeah so the cool sure. little little rag, just adding some character and like a a soft goods element, even though it's hard plastic or it's rubbery plastic. It just, it's such a nice um, breakup of like the hard mm. helmet transitioning into that soft scarf and then into the body armor. Yeah, man, this is a great also, design. And it's a great toy. Um mm. Once again, I'm I'm so glad I have one of these, one of the initial releases of these, and it's a it's a really fun toy. I've had a lot of fun with my Viper. Anyway, <laughs> I've had a lot of fun with my classified Viper. Uh, it's a it's a very versatile toy. It just um, could use more guns. <laughs> That's all. Well, gun with variety. a three pack, hopefully you're gonna get an arsenal in every box. So yeah, you'll be. So able they're to... gonna do that as a as a three pack. Yeah, it's I a believe three-pack. so. Oh, so I two thought they Vipers were just and one Viper Commander. Oh, I thought that was just for the photography purposes. Cool. No, they're given it away. And another Army Builder pack. This time in O-ring. My goodness, does that Cobra officer have stout shoulders? <laughs> <laughs> in the he digital render, they have pushed attention. his shoulders out a little too far. I think. <laughs> He looks like he's got like a swimmer's physique, you know, when they're just all shoulder. Like, <laughs> anyways, I'm my, my... seeing something here. Yeah. What are you seeing, Paul? So, for those of you missing out, the uh, O-ring collection continues with a two-pack of the Cobra Officer and Cobra Trooper. It's Not a troop sure. Builder. <laughs> Not sure if they're going to be single-carded within a kind of covering sleeve, or if they will be literally sold side by side in one package um, but this is what i hinted at earlier the ratio of officer to to trooper being <laughs> one to one 
instantly has a few problems. I realized this as I was watching it. I was I was like, wait, what? So I'll, like I'll put my hand up and say right now. is in charge of one soldier. <laughs> I have more officers in my collection currently. And granted, I don't have that many blue shirts, but I have more officers than troopers. And that's the problem that this set ain't helping to rectify. Reason being, <laughs> obviously, the troop builders out there, even the more moderate troop builders like me, who just want maybe five blue shirts and two officers, like, they are creating more scarcity for the trooper than there ever will be for the officer so trooper mm, yes. demand will always outstrip officer demand and by making it one-to-one -one, you're just adding adding to that problem you're gonna have all these officers mm. that need pools of troops to command um i almost wish they'd just do away with the d distinction altogether and i suppose i can do that in my mind but the fact that it has a chevron on a helmet like i wish almost that they'd made a and different web gear like two <laughs> troopers, both with red cobra sigils on their chests, but like, like a Frank and Joeing of the two together. And I suppose I could do that myself, but then there's a shortage of red chests. <sighs> I don't know. I know there's, it goes. They're always going to be problems yeah. with these, these these figures, primarily because I always imagine that the troopers should have the AKs and the officer having the sniper rifle. Anyway, mm. my thoughts on this. Um, mm. Okay, excitement, like pure excitement. When I saw this uh, image, I was like, oh, yes, this is amazing. Okay, mind you, I didn't see the other O-ring reveals, but when I just saw this, I was like, oh, my God, they're doing more. So I'm very excited about this. Um, I do agree. It would be cool if they did it as a three-pack because you've got two you know, troopers versus officer. You've you know, put that across really, really well. Otherwise, just release them as single cards. That's also cool, whatever. Um, but here's the thing I want to get at. And this is something I've seen on a few of the renders now, and and perhaps maybe I'm, maybe I'm being too I don't know pedantic. The fact that the one's shoulders are a little bit further out and the other one's shoulders are a little bit further in, I would I wonder if Hasbro is testing the waters there. I wonder mm -hmm. if they want to see how many people complain about that, uh, either which way on because I personally hate the shoulders being out that far. I think uh, that it starts going to that modern um, new sculpt era territory, which oh, uh, is just poor. Ugh. I'm pretty sure it's just a graphic error. It could be, but having worked, having done stuff like this professionally for other companies, they are very specific and very deliberate with stuff like this. At least, uh, I, and like I said, I mean, maybe I am just being pedantic, but. I kind of think Hasbro is trying to gauge if people are going to complain about it. And I think they want to see <sighs> if that's going to determine. It's Ooh, a time crunch, dude. Conspiracy theorist yeah. on our show. The, those arms <laughs> are the same arms for Cobra Commander, the Mickey Mouse and the, the, the new retro O-ring release 2-pack. They're just, yeah. in the, within the digital render, taking the shade of blue down a couple of notches. like, And then they've mm. kind of put it on the unique torso of the officer like that's as simple as that man it just it was just slapped together perhaps a little bit too quickly uh no, I, I don't i don't think the shoulders in really set that far apart on the final release god i hope they up, don't they're too high yeah. up on the torso as well that's it's all yeah. So yeah. I, I wouldn't lose any sleep over that they're not <laughs> testing us paul <laughs> sorry dude it's just that like like i said i i have 
some of the projects I've been involved in, you know, you'd be surprised what the client in this case, Hasbro, uh, would request. Uh, and if they were set that yeah. high up mechanically, it wouldn't work. The engineering of True. the, the interior hubs of the arms would it then wouldn't work at all. I mean, that, not that, that means that like the, the little, well. yeah, the little like snub or whatever, the little bit that sticks out, mm. sticks out that goes into the body. That means that his entire ball joint would be outside of his body, essentially. <laughs> Can we it put this it wouldn't work. You know, it, it uh, would just look completely uh, ridiculous. Like his arms wouldn't even probably work properly. Geez, I, guys, I, I do poke think fun, that's just an error. I poke fun one time and Paul's like, conspiracy theory. No, it's actually yeah, some, no, no, no. It's artist, something I've noticed as well on clocks. on other releases. But we'll I'll, I'll get, we'll get into it more. But There's I mean, a story here somewhere. Paul, Paul, Paul got very upset <laughs> once with a, with a client, telling him specifically what to do. And yeah, when it was wrong. Yeah, no, that that's anybody in in design. <laughs> <laughs> We've all had well, to deal with that. That pack was yeah. exciting, but this pack is way more exciting. I it's think. it's a way more exciting. Or, or, uh, Cobra Commander. And, that is, Duke. and in cartoon, more cartoon accurate coloring. Um, which is their, their first attempt to try and do that, at least in the three and three quarter inch line. My opening swipe. So they're using classic Cobra Commander arms, which have those double piping to the, the cuffs, mm -hmm. which are always blue. Uh, mm. Now that the, they are cartoon accurate, I'm using air quotes, and they the black gloves extend further to kind of match the length of the gloves, they incorporate those pipings in the black of the the, the black paint of the glove gloves yeah. go over those pipings, which makes him look like he's got robot arms. <laughs> <laughs> this is Doctor No, guys. He can click his arm off, like oh his hand. Now that you've pointed hand. that out, I can't not see that. Yeah. It's this double airlock ridge. <laughs> <laughs> like if these had been like 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 i don't know uh, what would you call them like dishwashing gloves in black just like a clean <laughs> comic book villainy glove gauntlet um no problem but then that would mean a different tooling a different part a different set of arms but wow. here we have just the old arms massaged to fit a different paint scheme that's the one downfall of this figure. The other, potentially the helmet looking weird, but we can't tell from this render. We need a side profile. Like Cobra Commander's classic uh, mirror face always had a bit of a snout to it, which wasn't comic book or cartoon accurate. So I'm curious to see what they've done to re-sculpt this head. It certainly bears the, the cartoon accurate um, gray stripe on the top. Which is a nice contrast. It's a nice breakup. I, I, I'm, I'm in favor with that. Well, he's ready to go in space. Then, I mean, if he has these kind of like uh, airlocked you know, gloves and, and he's got the helmet on, so I mean, we've actually he doubles as an astronaut, Cobra Commander. That's CC cool. must have the worst body odor. My God. <laughs> <laughs> um, guys, uh, Paul. Radiation. Ooh. Uh, also, once again, very excited to see Cobra Commander and Duke, especially because uh, now I can play with them with Reckless mm. Abandon. <laughs> you can retire your, your Duke before he has crotch fly-off action. I swear, <laughs> like classic 
classic Duke is up there with Beachhead and uh, Tiger Force Outback for like mm. just weak crotches. Right? Mm. Although, and I can't believe I'm saying this. I'm a Sunbow fan, guys. You know, you know this. Uh, oh, I can't believe I you're saying that. I don't uh, love yeah. the Sunbow colors on Duke. Uh. <laughs> I, I dig them. Like, don't get me wrong. If this was a variation that came out after this reveal, like, I'd be like, I'd be all in to get normal colored Duke, aka the vintage colors, and a Sunbow colored Duke, and this, I'd be over the moon. But I'm annoyed that it's the Sunbow colors first because I really love the vintage Duke colors. I think they look so good. So, well, but then again, hey, Duke. they try to do something different. It's the 40th I know, anniversary I... of G.I. Joe and all that, you know. <laughs> no, 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 dude, you're right. And and I should be and and I should be more open-minded. I can't stuff. do anything right for Paul. Right? No, no. Colors. Like, I'm, I, I know I'm being a ridiculous fanboy now. <laughs> Look, I, th I think the digital render does uh, the figure a disservice in two respects. I mean, it does look like Duke... It's rather unflattering what it's done to his neck because mm. he, he looks pretty thick. He looks like he's got quite a, a, a gizzard, um, which is lovely, but it's just not Duke. Uh, but anyways, that's that's the digital render for you. And also, like, yeah, I think colors will look perhaps a little more ramped up mm. um, because of the way digital color works. Paul, I'm sure you can give us a lecture yeah, on yeah. That, which is why I'm no, surprised you raised it as a, as a, as a problem. Um, yeah, sure. 1983 mail away duke totally is far more muted than this yeah, they've ramped up the green into a, a like a, a green like an od green olive drab um and the the shirt is really mustard like that's hot english mustard right there man yeah <laughs> um, it's not it's cool. dijon not dijon <laughs> <laughs> no it's it's cool it's just it's just not what i well listen okay to be fair i mean it, it's not i can't say that it's not what i wanted because this was a nice surprise. Uh, the fact that we're getting these is great. You know what I mean? And How lovely it, are the red epaulets? That's yes. so good. And Cobra Commander's pips on his collar, all picked out in different color. Like no, that's that's all the win, right? There's a lot of win. I mean, I'm gonna get these because I I like them a lot. I'm very excited about them. I'm just being a Moni fanboy, you know, because <laughs> for some reason I am, and it's actually kind of annoying me that I am <laughs> that I'm being that way. <laughs> but uh, hey power i i, 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 I hope they don't do what they did with snake eyes and like up the accessory count to kind of give these a bloated like value i want them to have the same accessory count as they had just so they look good on the card now i think this version of cc was never carded so that's going to yeah. be an interesting visual uh treat i don't know yeah, yeah. experience uh, yeah. Certainly, if you are the kind of person who wants a wall of carded Joes looking, you know, in their original splendor, this is going to be, a, you know, enter a new player, uh, an O-ring mirror face. Well, but if, don't, if I remember don't correctly, a... mm -hmm. oh, don't take it. Don't give him anything more than the 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 Venom Blaster, and Ditto. Like Duke's original accessory count was perfect. The binos have had a strap. The backpack fit onto him. Like, maybe. Oh, my goodness. If you really want to blow my mind, have a little sticker sheet with a American label, American flag sticker. Just like the mailway. Include that on the in the bubble and, like, poof. Yeah, I'm the, people are going to be salivating over that. I'm, I'm kind of happy, hoping that Hasbro steps on Super 7's balls a little here and gives us some <laughs> Sunbow accessories. 
personally. Well, if I remember correctly, then he did mention that these will come with accessories that speak to the cartoon. Yes, um, I knew they were going to do it. To, I think I think he said it will help you to re reenact the, the that initial sequence in the movie. They used some like clearly marketing team lingoism at that point, like to to reenact the fantasy or live the not live the adventure but it's such a such an like i need to rewatch it just to pluck out <laughs> whatever term that obviously came up on the teleprompter at that point like so go into the figures fantasy play potential or some other analogous well, term yeah like, in relation to living out the fantasy of that sequence <laughs> in the cartoon i think is what he was trying to say Okay, so so I think basically it will come they... with accessories. To do, yeah, maybe it'll come with like a little bomb. Maybe they'll come with jetpacks or some shit like that. I don't know. But the, so basically, the, the stuff that we've gotten through modern era already. Now, are you stepping on my toes, Paul? Because I want these to come carded. Uh, okay, may, mm. maybe this won't be that. Maybe these two packs are made up to be two packs and be their own thing. We'll get the same figures in their more traditional color schemes on a card. Yeah, but what 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 did they do with the this the Storm Shadow and Snake Eyes? Those are two carded figures in a box, isn't it? Yeah, but I think they so just, maybe yeah, and that's what's they'll annoying keep doing Steve. it <laughs> because they jam all those extraneous, stupid other accessories into Snake Eyes's bubbles. Like, <laughs> which don't get me wrong, like accessories are great and all, but those don't pertain to that figure. Like, there's a a purity of concept that holds V one Snake Eyes. The Commando, just having his Uzi and his explosives pack. That's it, man. Like, don't mess with perfection, is what I'm saying. Hey, for $34, for $34 I'm kind of hoping they throw in extra stuff, but that's just me. But I, I hear your point, Steve. Um, yeah, look, th this release I do can want be the, the cartoon stuff. bonanza. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. once again, everyone raving about that opening sequence and then subsequently switching off the bloody film thereafter like come on guys <laughs> adios, adios, adios. <laughs> it's good stuff just stick around yeah, oh I, I feel okay like there's more. ryan 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 like this i had a sneaking suspicion this was how they were going to play it but ryan has uh, speculated that the extra accessories were going to be in the box but not on the bubble so potentially we're going to be able to have our cake and eat it by having value added to the the gift pack as it were but to be able to display the characters in their vintage carded goodness glory. Yeah. without like crowding the bubbles. Hmm. Okay, nice. Very collective so, friendly. So to round everything up, I suppose, mm. um, there's something I'm, I'm sitting on. I've been sitting on the whole time. I get off it. And I'm coming to the classified. <laughs> I'm getting to the classified. I'm going to start with the classifieds quickly and say that I really hope that we get alternate hands with some of those uh, classified re-releases, re uh, re English today, um, because I feel like that's one of the major things that's missing from the classified line. And that's, yeah, that's, uh, I kind of am speculating that that might even happen. Uh, mm -hmm. But yeah, that's one thing I'm really hoping for that. And as you mentioned before, um, some vintage accessories for characters like Lady J, you know, maybe if she could have the camcorder uh, as a handheld as opposed to on her backpack. 
not that I have a problem with that. I think it's cool, actually. But um, yeah, just to appease the vintage side of us. Uh, do you guys have any hopes for this uh, for that line and in, in general for the classified re-releases? Re re re-releases re no, slash re-releases? There. <laughs> I think I've expressed all my hopes uh, in our very lengthy review. But Rob? Okay, you, good. I think it all looks very good. Uh, keep going. Uh, I think Spirit is still the best figure <laughs> of the line. Stalker very is good. probably a close second. Uh, I was about to say, yeah, your runner-up would be Stalker. Paul, yeah. what are you looking forward to in 2022 the most? From this, okay, from this reveal, uh, Stalker in the biggest way. Like, super ding, excited ding. about that. Yeah, big big time. I'm very excited about that Stalker. And um, are we allowed to mention runner anything up? about the O-Ring stuff? Because all of those <laughs> O-Ring re-releases uh, have, to, have to find their way to me. I, I'm very excited about that. Uh, they just fantastic, uh, you know. Like uh, as they presented, if they come with their basic weapons, that'll be great. If they come with their basic weapons and extra stuff, that'll be great for me. <laughs> um, yeah, so I'm 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 happy. And also looking at the um, classified stuff, I'm seeing some potential for other future characters and how other characters might start looking, which is great. So. Yeah, let's see what they do with that. But yes, as it stands, Stalker all the way, 100%. I don't need another Lady Jane in my life. Um, I think the Destro needs to... I need to see more with Destro to see if there's a, if it's worth me actually getting one. And Gung-Ho, I might actually pick up just to have that, that great classic look. Um, but for the most part, Stalker. Stalker all the way. I think Any we've stinkers, spoken boys? a lot about... Hey? Any stinkers? Uh, not really, actually. Okay. I feel Good. missed opportunity is more a correct term. Uh, yeah. I, 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 Speak I, more. You know, yeah. I think there's missed opportunities there, but whatever. You know, let's not focus on the good of the Come on, Paul. Uh, as happy as I am to see Baroness is finally single-carded, I think it would have been nice to have seen uh, another new character. Uh, that would have been great. Um, in fact, and I'm not, I don't mean to pick on the Baroness in particular. It could have been anything. Uh, Lady J, the Baroness, uh, I, or Destro even. Any of those could have been a new character. Uh, that would have been a little bit more exciting for me. But then again, there's a whole bunch of people out there that are very excited about the Lady J, uh, Lady J Baroness and Destro being re-released. So I don't want to, you know... You know, piss on that because it's not really offend, uh, offending me either. I'm not saying well, that's always going to be word. the reality of the line. You, you're going to get re releases of the same characters, and then every now and then they'll add new ones. I mean, we got Tomic, Samon, and Stalker this time. I mean, that's almost yeah. half of the figures coming out, and they're just this, those are re releases, but in the retro classified line. So it's not part mm. of the main line necessarily, you know. Yeah, it's it's yeah. That's that's something that concerns me a little as well. It's like, like why do that? You know, why now subtitle it that way? I suppose for you know for the clarity of marketing and shelf space, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, to call them the classified retro line. Um, it's just it's getting a little bit convoluted now. Uh, <laughs> but it always has been. Called it, I think Star Wars got us started on this this path. 
yeah, yeah, it's a bit ridiculous. Oh. Um, and also, if if I'm not mistaken, these are going to once again be exclusives. Like Walmart, yeah. Going to, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I see yeah. that. That and that's also how they can that, differentiate between the different parts of the line because you know you can only get these at Walmart. Um, but it's a chance for them to well look. Walmart is obviously craving to have exclusives now that the because the the four inch retro stuff, modern era stuff, was being. A Walmart exclusive. So now Walmart's holding out their hand saying, uh, what you got for us, hands bro? And Hasbro's like, here, have exactly the same guys you got in four inch, but now in six inch, and we're gonna put them on cards <laughs> that absolutely every collector must have. But uh casting our, our, our eyes forward, the Berg Force are excited about Lieutenant Falcon. Um mm -hmm. Gaz is putting Stalker and the twins as his kind of must-haves. But by the same token, he's crossing his fingers for Shockwave in the next wave. And Darren's totally. like, we've got two Destros plus Pimp Daddy. Uh, and he wants <laughs> some Iron Grenadiers and Metalhead to accompany his, his McCullen. Yeah. Skin that. Let's get some troop builders for Destro. And I, love, I like what Ryan Sweeney said here because it actually makes me feel better in a weird way says retro cards will be walmart exclusives and i don't see hasbro having a new character being exclusive anymore the walmart and target exclusives will be re repaints this makes me happy because i you know as us not being in the states it's great that these um that new characters aren't exclusive so that's great uh, mm -hmm. i think even if you are in the states um that's also a pain in the ass uh so there's that that is cool that is a ray of sunshine because I kept for some reason while we were talking now, I actually totally forgot that these are actually exclusives. Even though you did mention it, I just it didn't sink in my brain earlier. Um, so, so yeah. good luck to you. Yeah, no, it's all good. It's all good. <laughs> it's just, damn, it's like, okay, that makes a little bit more sense. And, you know, yeah. So anything I said about it that made it sound like I was talking about a main line, just sort of massage that into the right direction in your own brains, dear listeners. <laughs> but these are all future releases somewhere along the line. You know, it's just wetting our appetites. Someone that wet our appetites and immediately delivered would have to be Super 7. I mean, yeah. <laughs> after just announcing it, before, just, just in time for Christmas, they released their dog sled pack. What do they yes. call it? <laughs> Arctic Rescue Vehicle. Um, and say what you will about the five POA guys. The fact that Super 7 is now doing three and three quarter inch vehicles is a very exciting thing. Okay, this is a vehicle. Okay, it's, it's yeah. I suppose, a playset, a diorama piece. It comes with a lot of poseable doggies, which, I mean, pardon me for saying it, but I think they're more poseable than the action figures. <laughs> so I think this is a subtle way of Super 7 saying, like, Hasbro blocked us from having more articulated action figures they were like you guys do that reaction thing that five poa thing stick to that don't play in our sandbox but this is a subtle way of saying like you o-ring diehards out there you modern era diehards out there who don't want to mess with our reaction guys well you're gonna want this because these doggies are poseable man and they're so cute and also do you have a shot of the box out there because adam riches Ooh. Yeah. kicked this box art's ass Respect. it is so cool yeah. the box art alone makes me want this like yeah. not that i wanted that not that i'm clamoring for it or you know or anything like that but 
if I was in the, in the States right now and I had a little bit of disposable cash on me and I saw this on the shelf, I'd pick it up because of that artwork. It's very cool. Just to have it as is. I think it's so... Look at the dude, man. With his laser gun. I love it so much. That old dude rocks. It does come at a pretty penny for what it is. It's 75 mm. US. Bearing in wow. mind that Reaction is a kind of collector line. And Super 7 have to pay Hasbro royalties. Licensing fees for their IP. So it is always going to be a premium price point. Mm. Uh, that said... Brian Flynn of Super 7 was very excited about the potential for vehicles. In his uh, interview with Fush Cost, like, he was champing at the bit. He wanted to, to spill the beans. He wanted to tell us about the Arctic Rescue Vehicle. And that prompts me to wonder, what else has he got? What is he store? not telling us? <laughs> what yeah. is up his sleeve? Gents, what can we expect from Super 7 in the vehicle line? Because while... I, like many of you, have zero interest in collecting five POA figures. As attractive as they may be, as beautiful as the art may be, I just can't do it. The fact that they are going to give us vehicles that I can then shuffle into my O-ring collection. Very exciting times indeed. And while a dog sled is a dog sled is a dog sled, I'm all about tanks, planes, jeeps, jets. Like, give me that stuff. What can we expect to see from Super 7? Drop down in the comments, tell us, what are your speculations? Because they have quite a strong cartoon bent so far, I plucked uh, some images from joeaday.com, and these are all from just the first miniseries, just the mass device. And we have the precursor to the claw, the precursor to the shark, we have Cobra underwater sleds. We've got the Precursor to the Rattlers. We've got Destro's shuttlecraft. We've got the Baroness's undersea-like pod that had legs and kind of like it was just a submersible, I, I don't know, um, pressurized deep sea vehicle. We had this kind of incredible like mountain scaling equipment that you could park um, a, a Mobat in or a Wolverine in or a Vamp in uh, for the final assault on the Cobra Temple. We've, of course, got the Cobra airship, which was kind of presented in Mass Device. Uh, it didn't have that snake head yet. It was just this giant floating helicarrier, for lack of a better term. And the thing that I thought has the most potential for being produced by Super 7 is this crazy hovering Cobra infantry like gunnery platform mm. which i mean it just looks like a spinning top essentially with a railing but they're giving you a bunch of blue shirts this would be a vehicle for you to stand your blue shirts on pose them on just this hovering floating aerial harassment vehicle <laughs> what do you guys think I think whatever they're going to do is going to be quirky. It's going to be something un unexpected. I don't think it'll be something that has a parallel in the toy line that already exists. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think they proved that with this, with the dog sled. I mean, they're, they're taking something from the cartoons and they're making it real. I mean, I don't think they would ever do it because it's quite a big thing. But I mean, they, they had those, they had the Cobra choppers, you know, the, the true transport choppers in the cartoons, didn't they? Which looked like dragonflies with a a bay. Like they had a sliding hewing yeah. style door. 
Mm, yeah, they were done up in it's like something a similar, grain. but I mean, it's its own thing. I mean, I'd love to see something like that where you can put multiple figures into it and have it be Cobra. Because I think we've always wanted some sort of Cobra troop transport helicopter. Mm. Um, and that would be absolutely perfect. But I think any of those little small things would be really fun to have. Um, especially that um, the Baroness's depth charge pod thing. I mean, <laughs> yes. it just looks ridiculous and fun. And I think what you said about that hovering um, shooting platform, mm. that would be so easy to make. Like, so easy. Um, and in terms of creatures, uh, the tube worms. Ah. Yes. From the and worms of fluffy. death. And fatal fluffies. Oh, fatal fluffies. Fatal fluffies. The whole way. And I see a, a range of dreadnought bikes at some point from reaction for some reason. Just feel like they would be the guys to do dreadnought motorbikes. Even yeah. though you could, you could that, technically yeah. buy most Hot motorbikes. Wheels. No, Hot but wheels. it has to be no. Joe specific. You know. <laughs> um, but there's uh, like, come, uh, like the spinning platform is definitely one. I mean, if, if we're looking at the pictures that you put up on the screen just now, the spinning platform definitely seems to be something that would be, you know, within the purview of Super 7 to do. Like, I think that that, that suits <laughs> well, their style is, the whole way. Would you agree that this is within Super 7's purview? Bergforce, once again, Ryan is calling it now. Super 7 <laughs> will make a USS flag, a USS flag from Super 7, and it will cost a cool 1,500 grand. Um, <laughs> I... I don't know if he's joking. I wouldn't put it past Cartoon him. Cartoon accurate uses flag? Hell yeah, dude. Wouldn't put Why it past not? him. I, I think 1500 might be a little conservative, to be honest. Uh, it yeah, might well, be a little north is, of that, even. And um, with Super 7, they might create a whole bunch of, like, cool extras for that, you know? Things if a that are specific. Look, if a turtle party van cost 400 US, yeah. a flag is about... It's about 20 turtle body fans. <laughs> no, not quite as that much. Uh, I'm going to say maybe 10 to 12 in terms of plastic. So maybe like 2,800 US dollars. Great I mean... one from Gaz. And this is one that I actually wanted to raise as well because the cartoon is obviously doing rotation on YouTube and I, I stumble upon it all the time. But in Captives of Cobra, we have that double-sided... Oh, hang on. Ah, he's referencing the Optimus Prime-looking transport rig from Revenge of Cobra. Nice. The one that's uh, carried the kind of the laser core. But mm. also in Captives of Cobra, and he's citing this as well, that kind of double-sided um, rig on the sort of balloon tires that, uh, that the, the, the explosive crystals are being transported. Oh, that weird thing. Yeah. That mm. thing. Oh, it's cool. Beautiful hey, actually, And it looks... It totally takes on the like gi joe classic design cues it looks like mm. a pack rat in a sense because the guns are, are red it's got those big balloon tires it's done up in a nice shade of green so yeah definitely like um was it russ heath who was doing the designs at the time he mm. he might have been very heavily influenced by the toys and like what other toys were available like zoids um mm. stuff like that yeah i i on a small tangent, I wouldn't mind a set of the family members in reaction. You know, like the the oh. the captives of Cobra. I think you that might would be get it. Cool. You got the bloody games masters, like snow serpenty clown face dudes. 
Like, did were there any vehicles from that episode? Because I'm thinking, like, they can't make those figures without a view to some place to put them. Like, everything that Super 7 is releasing now, they, I'm sure, have debated a potential vehicle for. So was there a vehicle in that? Like, I know there was a dump truck that had a giant, like, scoop thing. Like, yeah, I don't know if they would do that. Got flint. I, Were there, like, kitty carts and stuff? Like fun I keep house thinking stuff. there is that, but I know that I know they were the, Zartan had Cobra's like a fun, fun house or something. Mm. Yeah, those those Cobra balloons would be cool as well with Cobra Commander's uh, face on. Darren's plucking one <laughs> from the comic book, and I love him for it. The surprise engage and attack legs or sea legs, <laughs> classic Herb Trumpy, very Jack Kirby ish. If you know the the issue, uh, you know what I'm talking about. I think it's issue eight. Um, beautiful issue not written by larry uh but yeah fantastic like one of a kind cobra tech in that issue that we never saw again. Wow, guys. the sea legs they look like a wings with atst legs um it's courtesy very, of anything um, joe's it's very uh war of the world you know from the 80s the the, totally. the video the vhs box covers the posters it kind of reminds me of that stuff Ryan is on fire in the comments, by the way. I really love this. Ryan, Super 7 will give will will give us the Red Rocket <laughs> restaurant with Roadblock's aunt and uncle. I hope so. <laughs> um, and Sweet. you also said uncle. So I'm pretty sure we're going to get the man from auntie. <laughs> um, uh, I think we're going to definitely get him as well at some point. So oh, guys, cool. I think Gaz has hits on the ultimate uh, shipwrecks <gasps> yes sand, his sand skiff that because that ties so in cool. with his that? introduction that is an yes. essential vehicle and kind of now that i think about it kind of a um very much in the same wheelhouse as the arctic rescue like it's another sled this time it's wind powered and quite essential and i would say actually with like exclusive flint and mutt and junkyard in disguise like in the cobra blue yeah brilliant um okay so now like now we're getting excited about super seven stuff <laughs> and now we know that this is a well, disease <laughs> the vehicles the vehicles will capture a market that the figures do not so all of a sudden we're we're, we're potential marks for brian and his his reaction team like this is their way of worming some dollars out of us. So keep them coming, man. I, no, as I said before, I can't get excited necessarily about a dog sled. Like I don't love Quinn that much enough to, to buy it, but I don't know. You could win me over with a, any number of things. Like if I was to pick yeah, up one, $76 is a bit heavy. <laughs> so, oh, what would that, be the one thing me. that we've mentioned that, that I would, I'd be all in for probably that submersible pod. Mm. I think that'd I be love, really cool. I love me an undersea thing. Mm. Because yeah, by adding vehicles to the line, you get those people who aren't necessarily as enamored with the figures, you know, the five, five points of articulation figures. And, and let's not look so and loose the, fig the, the fact figures come with the fig figures, it, it's just they happen to get you happen to get them with with the vehicle, you know. And you don't mind. Let's not lose sight of the, the fact that you don't need any articulation when you're manning a vehicle. That's true. So mm -hmm. you, then you might as well actually. I mean, you know, they'll come with the figures. People who 
who don't like the figures necessarily will actually then experience the figures. Maybe they'll actually start to like them. And they'll be like, oh, I need more figures to man my vehicles. Then and you I got end no up buying putting, the figures. <laughs> I got no problem putting a 5 POA guy in the pool because there ain't no screws to rust, my friends. <laughs> There's no exactly. metal T-bar that can corrode. So if they can pull this off, if they can get vehicles into the line and get people who are like, who really don't like those figures, or at least don't or aren't, it isn't aimed at them, then then they've, they've really hit it out of the park, I think. Um, if they've got Steven considering buying Super 7, <laughs> you know they're doing something right. <laughs> Give me the vehicles. All right, gentlemen, I think we have... a just enough time to reach into postbox the pit and pull out a wonderful message from sam i'm not gonna read the message in so much as he leaves us a great quick fire topic which we can do the rounds on whoa and that that is we've covered the cobra palettes of blue of red of black of purple but there's a color that's wormed its way into gi joe and it's not green but yellow Why? Yellow. Who are your favorite G.I. Joe figures that exhibit with the color yellow? Uh, picture for reference, but I'm sure Rob's going to pull for, from, from this picture immediately. <laughs> There's two on this picture for me, so yeah. Well, it's well, obviously Scoop. I mean, Scoop's number one when it comes to yellow. Okay. He just wears it so well. And it, it just goes, the green that he comes with just, just goes well with the yellow. With that so it doesn't yellow. kind of like, it mm. doesn't make. It doesn't make the outfit look ridiculous. I think some people often when you see them in yellow, like most of these guys, they look like clowns. Um, he's probably the guy who actually pulls it off best, I think. <laughs> Just saying. Just saying. That, that's, that's heavy uh, bias there, but okay. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's, that's you know, I'm, I'm speaking, for, you know, I'm, this is a logical argument here. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, dude, for me, if I just have to look at just this picture, Air Titan Blowtorch, big time. I think they wear yellow so exceptionally well, um, and they're so great, like, as toys. Uh, one day, I will have my hands on on a vintage Blowtorch, but I can speak of the modern era uh, version of him, and yeah, it's just great. He just It just works. It's like even, like, even for his um, sort of specialty... I think yellow and, and well, I think his bright yellow colors work as well as airtight. And it also makes airtight a really fun character to draw, is having that yellow color scheme. Um, yeah, of course, Scoop looks great, you know. Um, and, and I want to mention, uh, even though he doesn't have that much yellow on him, uh, I think old uh, Mindbender, the one that I mentioned in, in, in our in that infamous episode, or infamous, that exciting episode of G.I. Joe book. Um, and another one is Gung Ho from the Mega Marines. Gotta love that yellow Oh yeah, Gung -ho. Jeez. So cool. Highlighted. Yeah. Definitely yeah. one of my faves, yeah. Was okay. Claymore on that picture? Claymore yeah. was. Yeah. He would actually be a good one too. I Sam think. indicated that like we could go to town with Tiger Force, so yeah, I mean Tiger Force is, is pretty straight. Is I mean that that's a shoe in for anything, you know? Yeah. yeah. Oh, Blizzard, my favorite yeah, yeah, Sahara banana. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say like let's take the best yellow figure from Tiger Force and Blizzard, <laughs> the but, best uh, yellow 
figure from my Tiger favorite yeah. yellow gi joe uh, i mean it should be everyone's but i'm gonna flash it on our screens lady j fun school yes please oh Ooh. damn <laughs> the the other other mario brother slash uh, sister. And, and you're you're the the april o'neill fan paul so uh -huh. this yellow jumpsuit takes all the boxes yeah uh, of course, there was that statue commemorating her by Bishojo. But uh, just for anyone watching the YouTube, oh, I can't find her. What's now. his name? Shunya Yamashita is the sculptor for that. Huh, hilarious. Yeah. I can't find the original on an image search. There it is. Oh, Go down. no. It's the, there's oh, a. There's an, oh, the original. There's one on the top right. Ah, there if we you, go. And your image search. There we go. Oh, okay. You got that one. Yeah canary yellow jumpsuits okay she doesn't have the straps and for some reason she's wearing black panties on the outside but <laughs> if a woman approached me in a yellow jumpsuit and black panties, panties on the outside i, I don't know if i'd ambulance? necessarily turn her away no no it's all good it's it's very unique and uh top marks for me i guess <laughs> here's a controversial hey, choice and i'm I a just sucker for lady J. yeah <laughs> A controversial one, which I just actually saw in your in your Google image search. I don't know if this will be uh, in the final edit, but uh, uh, Jinx from the movie. Oh, yes. From the movie line. Yeah. I, I like contender. that as well. I mean, well, there's she, also she Helix, to, I suppose. Yeah. To a lesser extent. I mean, Jinx goes yes. all in on the yellow because she had to. She couldn't look like a bloody red ninja. And this has been a problem with her classic look from the off. Because Jinx mm. always existed in a world where guys in red geese were baddies. So how is she going to look visually different? Any huge, um, wonderful topic suggestion. Thanks, Sam, once again. Um, Would anyone no, put a tracker at the top of their, top of their list? Of oh, yeah. <laughs> Best shoes. Darren. <laughs> Sorry, where is it now? Darren's got to say tracker. Yes. <laughs> Tra trackers off the starting blocks with those funky ass shoes. Oh no, man, so cool! And his Cyclops. His fun school wear. version, though, I think, is even more yellow. I mean, I'm, I, I was looking at a picture of. Is that the, possible? The original. Mm hmm. He's no, he's like proper yellow. I think I have the fun school version. I don't have the original. I he's think they're pretty much close in parity, though. Yeah, look, I mean, the fun school colors will always be. A little bit tackier. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Winning. All right, gents. I think that's it for episode two, three, four. Hasbro reveals and much, much more. Uh, thank you once again to the Berg Force for joining us. A few in number today, but definitely great in comments. Always lovely to do this with a, a motley crew of gents. Um, we're still waiting for our first lady. And if you want to be that person, you can hit up our Patreon. Hey! The princely sum of three dollary dues a month. You can join us um, live or, or on the replay an hour, <laughs> an hour, a day before it goes uh, out to the public. An or hour. just stay in the public and uh, we'll check you guys in the comments section below. And uh, just a small shout out amazing. to our our force, And also just... Uh, just wanted to just say again to Mark van Leeuwen, thank you very much for joining the Bergforce. I know that we had Hoodie on the last episode and maybe 
you got a little bit lost in all of that excitement, even though we did mention you, but I uh, just wanted to put a spotlight on you again, just to say thank you for joining the Berg Force, and you're in the Berg now. So, cool. Just wanted to put that out there. Yeah. Going to close out the show with some amazing Atkins art. The G.I. Joe oh, cool. RPG game, uh, which will hopefully be dropping any any minute now, oh, my um, has released some more artwork. This is Taurus atop what looks like uh, an Abrams tank, but could just as well be a, a new school mauler. Um, firing an RPG one-handed. What a stud. <laughs> but Absolutely what a great... Amazing. I'm loving it great example of uh, a yellow wearing gi joe or renegade i'm not sure what his level what his extent of affiliation to gi joe is but great and underutilized character um and wonderfully presented with uh, some body armor some tactical accoutrement to go over his canary yellow t-shirt well if anything I mean, if, if nothing background. else if anything else if nothing else um the, the this RPG books always come with absolutely amazing art and a lot of it. Um, yeah. Oh, and and before we go, speaking of art, I believe um, 3D Joes have quite successfully launched their um, hardcover version of all of their art. Yeah, collecting the art. Their of Kickstarter came out, I believe, yeah. yesterday. Um, yes. And last night yeah. they'd already they'd already shot past their goal. And when I checked, also last night at about uh, midnight-ish, I think they'd hit about 60,000. And wow. as of the recording of this podcast, they are now at $107,000 with 14 days to go, 767 backers. So they're producing 1,000 hardcover versions of all of the art that they've done so far, remastered once again, including... It's a bigger format. Um, there's this fold-out pages, because they've hit all the stretch goals at this point that they originally announced. Fold-out pages, full color, a lovely slipcase. It's looking like it's going to be absolutely amazing. If you love Giorgio art, hit them up. Um, if, if you haven't bought your your red vehicle or your uh, uh, Sky Striker reissued 2.5 or whatever it's called, um, <laughs> go check these guys out and see if, if this is what you want. Um, absolutely incredible that they <laughs> they hit it this is amazing i'm actually blown away and you can get it for the low low price of a hundred dollars is that yeah, what it is because 100... i was struggling to try and find like how much you, you you need to um maybe i wasn't looking for yeah it, to, but to get one omnibus hardcover you need to pledge a hundred dollars or more and yeah i've got to say that is really nothing when it comes and to fantastic. the quality of what is this a is this a full collection of artwork 1982 to 1994? Is that is that the yes, ambit of 82 it? 82 to 94. It's yep. all of the stuff that they previously released in those soft covers, but collected together into Omnibus, as well as with interviews. Um, and because they hit the stretch goals, it'll come with a Blu-ray, which includes interviews that they did personally with several of the artists involved with the making of the art of G.I. Joe. Stunning. And the current ship date will be December this year. So Can I just say at this point that we are so deeply lucky and fortunate to have Carson and the 3D Joe's team. Mm. I, I assume there's a team, or I assume that people that chip in. But Carson Metaxas, GI Joe Book salute you, dude. You are doing incredible work, and 
preserving this stuff so immaculately. Wow, wow. A hundred bucks for all of that is it's 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 earned that value and earned it again and again. Doubled and redoubled. So yes, that's that's fantastic, man. Wow. And if I you know, I did, <laughs> before I start talking about this, one of the updates was ninety seven minutes. Ninety seven minutes. We reached the base funding goal for the four hundred and eighty page hardcover in ninety seven minutes. <laughs> Brilliant. People want this. They they absolutely want this. And um, yeah, yeah, go check it out. It it doesn't need me telling you about it, but I will tell you about it anyway. Guys, and lastly, if you get hold of the show, GI Joburg, uh, you can email us on a real South African hero at gmail.com. Or just drop down in the comment section below. I love to respond to anyone who uh, takes the time of day to write us and have a little chin wag, express their views on what Super 7 is doing, what Hasbro is doing. Let us know. Let's start the dialogue. Yeah, please do. Two, three, four. So much more to come this year, 2022. <laughs> Let's do Yo, it. You, me, and you, and them, and us. Berg. <laughs> Berg. <laughs> Berg.